All right, all right, all right. Let's get right to the show. Life and Ball Podcast, we give your game life. Thanks for tuning in. You can listen on Spotify, share, like, comment, give your feedback about the show today. Okay, we're going to talk Michigan football, 10-3 winners over Iowa. Look, I'll take it. At this point, I'll take it. I thought the defense played fantastic. Cam McGrone's going to be a star for this football program. Uh, you know, sitting behind Devin Bush last year, obviously he learned a thing or two. And at, at this point, as a coaching staff, you got to put all your best players on the field, no matter what. Freshman, redshirt freshman, senior, don't matter. Play your best players. And why does it take so long for them to figure it out? I mean, I think at this point, Cam McGrone, we, we, we should have known that this kid was special from day one. Why is it taking up to the Wisconsin game to find out? Uh, week one, that kid should be in there starting if he's that good. Um, Dax Hill, another young kid, played very, very well, gets a, a deflection on the pass. Avery Thomas, another youngster, gets the interception. The future's bright in Ann Arbor. I mean, there's a lot of good young players, and the coaches need to find a way to not screw it up. I mean, that's basically what it is. The, the talent is there. The cupboards aren't empty like they were in the past. This is a no-excuse situation. You have really talented players defensively I'm gonna stick on on this topic first I'll believe me I'll get to the offense in a second um, the defense looks really good when they put certain schemes together the, the thing you got to be as a defense though is you got to be diverse you got to be able to stop the run you got to be physical but you also need to be able to uh, defend the the crossing route something they've struggled with and uh, something that other teams understand that I think we're starting to understand how to defend it a little bit. Um, and I think that Dax Hill play is a, a good sign moving forward. That was a crossing route situation. He can be fast enough to keep up with the receiver, gets the deflection, we get the interception, drive over. And that's what we need on defense. But I thought the speed looked great on defense. I thought we we got a great push. We, we beat up on that offensive line. I think Michael Jwumford coming back was huge. I think it really is important to have him playing and healthy. The defensive line with depth has been an issue. Linebacker has been an issue. I think we solved some of those issues with McGrone and now Dwumford playing. I really do. I think the depth is not as good as it should be on D-line, but that means you got to find a way to play Mozzie Smith more and his multiple guys, and I think Michigan will do that. Uh, if, if they're smart, they will. They'll play the talented young kids they have because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Um, when you look at that secondary, I'm very impressed with the Michigan secondary, and I have been from day one. I think with Lavert, uh, they're actually throwing more on Lavert Hill than I thought they would. I think it's because Avery Thomas and Vincent Gray are very good. I think that's part of it. I think Avery Thomas got beat pretty bad a few times this year. I would say twice. I know the Wisconsin game, uh, you know, he got beat on a little route on the outside, but. Uh, you know, I, I think that they're very good on the secondary. Josh Metellus and Brad Dawkins have been really good this year. Uh, Metellus is a stud. I mean, we knew that. Um, you know, a guy that we thought we would mention more is Josh Uche. Um, and I think he played well yesterday, but Quiddy Pay was big time. And Quiddy Pay is another guy I thought that really needed to have a breakout game, and he did. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson played very well. Uh, and Dwumford makes a big difference on the D-line. He truly does. Khalik Hudson to me is, is still solid as they come but at the same time he 
a very overhyped for me. I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's just too much hype. But he is a solid guy that you can depend on. And uh, this is a good defense. This is a 2017 defense where I expect them still to give up big plays. So our offense has to play well. Um, this season is very much 2017 to me, guys. I mean, this is a team that uh, is young in some ways. This is a team that has not found an identity on offense, which was very similar to 2017. And I just can't figure it out this year why offensively we're struggling so much. You know, when you listen on the radio with, with Deerdorf and Brandstatter, I mean, Deerdorf is, is like an amazement of the struggle that is this Michigan offense. And I got I to gotta say, I am too. I mean, I look at what they have at receiver, at tight end, on the offensive line, and I see a quarterback who is pretty good at times. And it's just mind-blowing to me that we can't seem to put together good drives and score. And it's frightening knowing what's coming up and wondering if we can figure it out. And look, you know, I'll be the, I'll be the couch coach for a minute. You know, I'm a guy that watches the game. I truly have a hard time understanding why the deep pass is not something that we do very well yet. And also, if, if people, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, Iowa does a lot of cover four, and well, then why can't we seem to hit quick hitting passes then? That's, are we just nothing open? If, if they're playing cover four and they're staying way back with those safeties, then why can't we get quick passes? I mean, what's the problem here? Do we not have the answer? I think it comes down to coaching. I think our coaches are not knowing what to run against certain things, and we're behind. We are behind on what to call, what to attack uh, certain defenses with, and Iowa completely outclass us with their defense, and our offense can do nothing. And we had the big pass play to Nico Collins, or we have a big play on a big gain, or we have a good drive, and it stalls. And uh, it's because we don't know what to run. It's still, it's a new staff, I guess. It's a new direction. But you got to go back to some things that worked last year or things that worked in your past. I think the one thing that Harbaugh should stand by, and uh, I'm deflecting from this whole Harbaugh fire thing. I think it's kind of a joke at this point. I think I think we need to just forget about it. And, and you know, we need to look in the mirror and say, okay, what is Michigan football? Well, it's, it's a program that does win a lot of games just hasn't won a championship that doesn't mean that you fire your coach at this point um, this needs to be a situation where Jim Harbaugh steps in and says hey these things worked last year we averaged 36 points per game remember that let's use this in this time I don't understand why that's not being done you look at Ohio State hey Ryan Day gets Justin Fields under center sometimes you know they have a couple play action designs where he's under center and it's a bootleg, and he's, he's out in space, and he makes an easy throw. Why, why can we not do that? I don't know why it's confusing. Uh, it's what we ran last year and worked. Um, come back with that, and then go back to the new offense. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, am I missing something here? I'm, I'm confused. I just don't know why this offensive staff cannot get it together. Uh, you know, it's five games in, and hopefully, I would say, the next two weeks, I mean, this Illinois game, you, you get some more confidence. 
um, on the road and you know then you go to Penn State and you win a big game then yeah maybe we're talking about something a little special here but at this point where this the way this offense is is doing I just can't imagine us going into Happy Valley uh, in a loud crowd environment and playing well on offense I mean I just truly can't see it happening and uh, it's discouraging. It's discouraging because I think there's times our defense plays super good and uh, we get let down by a poor offense. And it's just not players, guys. These guys are loaded with talent. I mean, when you look at Donovan Peoples-Jones, a, a big-time recruit, a junior now. Nico Collins, a, a big-time recruit, a junior now. You know, you look at Ronnie Bell, who they, they're, who's coming to his own, a sophomore, very, very talented. Uh, you look at Tariq Black, big receiver, very good. At, at times, they said he's the best receiver on the team. You've got four wide receivers that are very, very good with young kids like Giles Jackson, like Sandra still. Um, there's talent there. It's, it's Nick Eubanks at tight end is, is very sure-handed, very strong, fast. You've got five, six reliable receiving options. Why are we not able to use them? I, I just... I don't know, guys. I mean, uh, maybe Iowa's defense is really good. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what we could say. But at, at this point, I think we're not running the right stuff. I think we're confused on our identity still. And we can't score points against good football teams. And uh, it's troubling. It's troubling. You know, we looked at an Army as a decent defense we struggled against. You know, we look at an Army as, as had some struggles. I don't know if they're as good as people thought they were going to be. You know, look at Wisconsin, who was very, very good. They, they couldn't move the ball at all and score. And then you look at this Iowa game. So, you know, you play three decent, you know, or, or really good defenses, and you, you don't score. You know, you don't score enough points. Uh, troubling. Troubling for me. Um, you know, you look at the averages here. I'll just do the math. You know, 24 points against Army uh, in overtime, by the way. They went to go to two overtimes. 24 points against Army. Uh, you know, 14, you know, against Wisconsin, so that's 38 plus your 10, so 48 points per game divided by three. Do the math. I mean, at this point, we're we're averaging less than 15 points per game against good opponents on defense. A little more than 15, excuse me. 16, a little less than 16. Yeah, it's just troubling. Incredibly troubling. So again, 24 points, 10 points. So 34 plus your 14. So yeah, actually, we're right at 16 points per game against good opponents. That's not going to cut it. It's just not. Can't have that. Got to come up with a plan for the next few weeks because when you go to Happy Valley you're going to have to score 28 to 31 points you're just going to you're going to have to figure it out your defense can contain them a little bit but they're going to have big plays too you got to score points 14 to 17 points against Penn State's a loss it's a flat out loss so we'll see look it's a quick thought but in my opinion the Penn State game in two weeks is make or break for this season I truly believe they win that game then we're going to go into that last game with one loss in the Big Ten I truly believe that I think Michigan State being at home is an advantage but that Penn State game is is the big one 
it's the big one. So we'll see what happens. Week by week, they got to get better. They got enough talent to do it. Coaches have to figure it out. And we'll see. So tune in. Hey, let me know your thoughts on this. Am I out of my mind thinking that it's the coaching with the offense? Or do we just not have enough players? I mean, I, I don't think so. I think we have plenty of players. I think we've got four returning starters on the offensive line. I think we have a quarterback who came back. We've got receivers. What's the deal? What's the, the problem? I know turnovers have been the issue. Absolutely. We've been not sure-handed all the time. We've made mistakes. Those, that is on the players. Yes. But we still should be scoring more points. Hey, give me your feedback. Thanks for tuning in again. Life at Ball Podcast. We give your game life. And uh, let's talk some Michigan football.